cliffcentral.com. And Sean, it's good to see you, dude. How are things and what's happening in crypto this week? Sean Sanders, of course, the co-founder of Revix, which we uh, we check in with at least once a week. And we haven't spoken to you yet this week, so it's good to see you. What can you tell us, Sean? Morning, Gareth. Morning. It's good to be back. And morning, team. So today's actually seen a bit of a pullback. Uh, it's one of those Huge. rare weeks over the last 12 months where we've actually seen the crypto market pull back by 10% mm-hmm. uh, from the prices yesterday. But I mean, hell, it, it got to most cryptocurrencies, when I say most, most of the top 10, uh, sort of got close to the all-time highs, with Ethereum getting to a new all-time high yesterday. Yes. So, I mean, again, another good week overall in the crypto space. So and what, what are we, what are we what, sorry, what are we currently trading at for Bitcoin and, and uh, Ethereum? Yeah, so Bitcoin's at $50,900 odd dollars. Um, Jumping around quite, uh, it's quite volatile at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, jumping between fifty thousand dollars and fifty-two thousand dollars. Ethereum's at three thousand nine hundred and twenty dollars. Okay. Ethereum got to a high of four thousand four hundred dollars yesterday, so it's been a fairly big pullback. But I mean, across the board, you're looking at uh, sort of a pullback from yesterday of about ten percent. But on the week, I mean, most cryptocurrencies are still up, with maybe the exception of Dogecoin. Um, <laughs> most, most cryptocurrencies are still up a fair amount. Yeah, well, what what happened to Dogecoin? Because it's it's pretty dramatically sunk into nothing, right? Gee, you still there? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? You can hear me now. I hang am. on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry, sorry, no, sorry. There was a problem. So, t- just tell us where Dogecoin is currently floating around. Well, Dogecoin is still in the top five cryptocurrencies. I mean, it's down thirty percent this last week. <laughs> uh, it's in at it's at forty five dollar forty five US cents. Yeah. Um, but. I, did you see Elon Musk's uh, little skip this weekend? On Saturday, he had his large, large. yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you think it sort of says it's price spiraling down? I said before, right? I mean, I came out of the statement being like, do not buy Dogecoin. Right. It's ridiculous. It is just a meme cryptocurrency. It literally does nothing. And I got all these messages. It was quite funny. All these people being like, isn't that what all crypto is? Like, it's all just these meme things with that do nothing and it's magic internet money. And I'm like, hey. Okay, we we haven't done well, I haven't done my job on the show then. I suppose they're trying to convey exactly what these things are meant to do. But there are these. Um, the one uh, thing which is quite interesting to talk about yeah. is Ethereum and sort of how Ethereum's blown up over the last how a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ethereum was at three thousand rand and it got to over sixty thousand rand yesterday. Jeez, uh, three thousand rand twelve months ago, mm-hmm. and it got over to 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 sixty thousand rand yesterday, which is insane, and. Ethereum is quite interesting because it's sort of the second generation of cryptocurrency. So if you think about this, Bitcoin was the first cryptocurrency that came out. I mean, when I got into the cryptocurrency, e-commerce cryptocurrency industry um, five, six years ago, it wasn't a crypto industry. It was really Bitcoin. And then you started to see these other cryptocurrencies come out. And Bitcoin was meant to do one thing. It was meant to become uh, digital cash without any government. And it was meant to be essentially backed by maths. And that's essentially saying that there is X number of Bitcoin. There's 21 million Bitcoin that exist in the world. Uh, there's a certain set inflation rate. That inflation rate is known from now until the very last uh, Bitcoin is produced. You know exactly what's going to happen in this network. You don't have central banks randomly just printing money right. with the, the Bitcoin sort of setup, which is which was really appealing to a lot of people, given what's going on in the world today and what's been going on for the last 10 years or so. And then... There was a group of developers, uh, Vitalik Buterin was sort of heading heading that up. Mm -hmm. And they came out to say, listen, there's a little bit more you can do with blockchain than just transfer information. 
So great, a blockchain will say, listen, I send you one Bitcoin. This was the date of the transaction. This is the time of the transaction. This is the amount being sent. But essentially with Ethereum, what, what these developers said is, well, we can include a lot more information in this transaction or in these transactions that occur. So what they did is essentially they introduced this idea of smart contracts and um, a, a blockchain that can have programming that can occur on top of it. So all of a sudden, instead of just a dumb payment occurring from one party to another, you're essentially able to include some rule sets. So you're able to say, okay, right, if it is, let's say, the end of the month and Gareth resides in this apartment, let's you know authorize this payment from Sean to Gareth. Okay. And you essentially create some more logic around money. So all of a sudden, it's not your bank um, having some debit order functionality. It's actually your money doing that for you. Right. Um, and then you go one step further, and that's sort of where Ethereum has been going now. Uh, you go one step further, and you put a whole bunch of these really small contracts, uh, these little programs together, and you go from having very simple logic to something a lot more sophisticated. So something that launched recently on top of the Ethereum blockchain is called Filecoin. And what Filecoin does is essentially allow you to rent out spare computer space on your laptop. So computer space being hard drive space. Mm -hmm. um, so if you've got an extra gig or two lying around, instead of you having to go to Amazon or um, you know, Microsoft to, to get new, if you're having to obviously store new data, uh, you can essentially utilize somebody else's laptop or somebody could pay you to utilize yours. And that's all running on top of the Ethereum blockchain. Uh, so the rest of the so, spaces, that's just one example of you know, thousands of other use cases that are, that are sort of in play at the moment. And that's really why Ethereum's blown up, because all of a sudden people are like, oh, like this thing is like the Internet in many regards, except for it's like if the Internet was smart. And so, so, that's sort of why there's been a lot of money moving into the space now. I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by the story because you've explained it pretty well. But do you think we'll ever reach a point where Ethereum becomes more expensive than Bitcoin? I mean, is, is that a possibility in the near future? Well, there's a lot more Ethereum tokens in circulation at, as things stand right now. So I don't think a token will become more expensive. Mm -hmm. I'm of the belief that Bitcoin will be flipped, as they call it, the flippening, um, and Ethereum will overtake Bitcoin in terms of mo uh, market cap dominance. Uh, I don't know if that'll be this year, next year, in five years' time, but I do see that happening. I mean, if you're just looking at uh, the use cases of what can actually happen on Ethereum, I mean, it's just quite remarkable. But having said that, there is this other big risk that the big next success story isn't going to be Bitcoin, it isn't going to be Ethereum. It could be another cryptocurrency that's mm -hmm. introduced into this market. And um, this last week, you saw a cryptocurrency that came out called Internet Computer. I'm not going to get into um, the specifics of how exactly it works and all the rest, because to be honest with you, I haven't actually dug into it enough. But that went to a $55 billion market cap, My which God. is you know, larger wow. than Doge, on its first day of being listed. Why? Because people sure. are going, well, this is actually the next Bitcoin. This is the next Ethereum. This is the next big cryptocurrency. And yeah, sure, it's speculation. But mm -hmm. like, you know, at one time somebody speculated on Facebook, Instagram, you know, all these different players, and they were right. And that's sort of the big player on looking at the next sort of Ethereum or next Bitcoin. Sean, are we taxed on profits made from cryptocurrency? Yes, brilliant question. So many people ask this, and it's like one of the areas we need to dig into more. Uh, we are taxed on the profits of crypto. It isn't uh, yet a obligation for Revex or for any crypto platform that you use in South Africa to report any cryptocurrency gains or losses to SARS. However, I'm sure in the future, uh, one or two years down the line, that'll change. And you'll sort of, as Revex, will have an obligation. But right now, you have to 
report your own gains and losses. There's essentially two things I think you have to know when it comes to taxes with crypto. The first thing is if you've held a cryptocurrency for less than two years, I mean, the official definition is three years, but I think you can get away with two years. If you've held a cryptocurrency for less than two years and you make a sale, that's deemed to be part of your income tax. So let's say you make 500 Rand profit on the sale of Bitcoin when you've only held it for, let's say, a year. That 500 Rand would be taxed based on whatever your tax bracket is um, in your personal income tax perspective. If you've held for longer than two years, you go into a lower tax bracket, um, and that's the capital gains tax. I mean, that's it's hugely simplifying things, but I think that's something important to note. All right. Well, that's, I'm afraid, all that we've got time for. It's already 7 o'clock, but uh, thanks so much, Sean. It's always good to check in with you, and I hope that um, that we see an upswing again for those people, like one person who just commented just now um, on, on the YouTube uh, feed. Someone said, I just bought 10,000 rands worth of, of Bitcoin, and now it's sunk by 10%. <laughs> but it goes up. Well, one last up. thing, guys, if you don't mind. Sure. One last thing, if you don't mind. Sure, this sure. is something I'm pretty proud of, um, and we were lucky, very lucky to get. Uh, Chelsea is playing against Leicester in the FA Cup final this weekend. Uh, there's a lot of football fans. Right. Revix has been fortunate to become a, a, a field side sponsor You're of the game. So wow. you'll see over 10 minutes of Revix running around and you'll see Bitcoin come up next to the pitch and all the rest. Uh, completely sort of lucky opportunity. I wish to say, I wish I could say that I hope that we paid that full amount. That's that amazing. Other, you know, players and sponsors have played. But yeah, you see Revix on TV Great. Um, during the match, and you tag Revix Invest and you tag Cliff Central. We'll send you over a Revix T-shirt. Oh, nice. um, I'm wearing my hoodie today, but we will send you a Revix T-shirt, which is pretty neat. Um, and yeah, just get in contact with us via customer support. Uh, channel if you, you want to chat about that. Awesome. Cool. Thanks, Sean. That's fantastic. So you can go to Revix.com for more. You can sign up for free today. You can also follow them on their social media handles, which are at R-E-V-I-X Revix Invest, at Revix Invest on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's Sean Saunders, and you can look out for them in the Chelsea game this weekend. Very, very nice. How cool is that? Awesome, guys. Awesome. Very cool. Have a fantastic rest of the week. Cool, Sean. Nice to see you. There we go. Cliff Central. Dot com.